good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> we are truly in this together. To get, to get, to get, to get together. <laughs> and the only way we will get through this is by all of us working together. Each of of you doing your part you, you must stay at home welcome back welcome back to the you must stay at home period podcast with yours truly the buck we also have the lovely karen with the hardening Make some noise, Karen's in the house. And we also have, as usual, Brother Cephas. <laughs> oh, Cephas and Chuck. All right, so what's uh what's new, everybody? Well, you know, uh there's a uh, Kenya in the Kenya Kenya Bears Industrial Complex. There's a new show in the works starting on AB coming out on ABC shortly called Oldish, starring Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis. They're not doing oldish. It's in the works. It's in the works. Wow. I hope they're gonna go with a new, another name. I'm not feeling that. But Jennifer Lewis, I will watch her without complaints. So that's what's up. But so is should, it, it should be good. I have Larry, Larry, Larry too. Yeah, yeah, they go, yeah. Young, I like it. young old Larry, that young player. Remind me of back in my day when I was that young. <laughs> 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 well, good for Kenya. Is he uh, taking over too much of the airwaves? Mm, well, no? you think about was he becoming a billionaire? Male, you think about the male, billionaire, Mel Shonda Rhimes, or what's going on? Uh, I, you saw the billionaire. There's some show the billionaire has come out with, where they recorded some, like four episodes in a day. Oh shit! Hmm. Did you see? Do you know what I'm talking about? I thought uh-huh. did his rounds. Tyler Perry's plantation of uh, slave creatives have been working tirelessly to make. Shows I know he's on Viacom outlets like BT and all those online things, but there's some show that's coming out soon, which I I can't think of the name, but allegedly they recorded four episodes in a day. There's like fifty. I can't remember. I don't want to inaccurately tell the the amount of episodes they shot, but they shot an amazing amount of episodes in a very short period of time. And the example they used was they shot four episodes in a single day. When you think about how television is, how television works, that is a lot. And I, so I watched a uh, some new Tyler Perry produced sitcom on BT last week. It was the premiere. Uh, they did two episodes. They wore the same clothing for both episodes. Um, but alleged, apparently, one of the actors I listened to an interview, and he talked about they did it very quickly. <laughs> he talked about how fast it went as well. But I don't know. The point about that is that at the end of that episode, I had never seen at the end of a title sequence 
a title slide saying SAG Astra. And to me, that's saying Tyler Perry is working to offset some of that criticism for him working his people to death and going outside of the normal union way things get produced in Hollywood to do it his own way, where he makes all the money and everyone else slaves themselves and are just excited for an opportunity. Hmm. So then why are people, I'm looking at this uh, topic, uh, why are people against uh, anti-Kenya Barris? I mean, that the Kenya Barris industrial complex is a hilarious, yeah. <laughs> A hilarious trope, but I think there. Did you watch the uh, what was the name of his show that that he starred in? What was the name the, of it? The one on Netflix. No, I could. Yeah, no. I think that's kind of the reason why uh, okay. because it's his. It, yeah, I, I all read the jokes that from that just, where everything uh-huh. is the the ish, and it's <laughs> okay. Can you have an original idea? Uh, yeah, that's what I read. That it was just like kind of somebody him taking um uh blackish and just trying to do an edgy spin on it and it was just not no great, i thought so. i didn't think that i thought that show was fine i think that show was kind of like uh curb your enthusiasm it was like a blackish version of curb your enthusiasm interesting and i love curb your enthusiasm i love all of that but i feel like that is what everyone was but that show, the the running joke in that show is, oh, here goes Kenya Barris again with another ish. It, it's just the inside running joke, just like yeah. Curb. Well, they make a joke of the actor, of Larry Davis, the joke of that show, and Kenya Barris is the joke of that. Well, whatever, does, I can't think of the title of it. He but. does need to uh, like stop. Um, um, you know, just just like spinning off this one idea, right? Uh, oldish would be the third spinoff from this one idea. If you don't include the Netflix show, which the criticism of it I read was that it was also in its own way um, a blackish spinoff. So I don't know, but huh. I but I like Jennifer, Jennifer Lewis. I, I don't know though. Like I'm trying to think if I haven't watched. Um, uh, it was Black AF. That's what it was. Yeah, Black um, yeah. I haven't uh, watched Blackish in a while, but um, I won't. I won't say why. But I haven't watched it in a while. Blackish mixed dish. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Grown, I forgot about. Grown-ish. I forgot about Grownish. Grown-ish. I've watched Grownish and I've watched uh, so then Blackish. So this will be the fifth. This will be the not, fifth in the the Empire. I have not seen uh, mixed dish, but well, I'll tell my, you what, my mother I, likes it. I, I, I much prefer watching a uh, Kenya Barris empire than a Tyler Perry empire. Yeah, I was never able to get into uh, Tyler Perry shows. So I'm they're supportive of it. They're not, they're all entertaining. They're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. They're no, not I, bad. I, and you know, they're I know all a lot of people I think you love outrageous. it. You'd have to be into those church plays, I think, to really have a large appreciation for uh for Tyler Perry. A lot of this stuff is just based off of his plays and yeah. And that sort of thing with, with the Medea gospel actors. Yep. And everybody, you know, between people singing and you know, you, I mean I remember one time I, I got stuck at a show um <laughs> and it was because the girl I was dating 
homegirl was in the show. And it was a um, one of those My Mama Prayed for Me. And in fact, the headliners were Avant and Kiki White. I was like, oh my goodness. And you get the, the R&B singers from the 90s pulling in there. And it was just one oversang song after the next. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, it was. <laughs> what you know, like? <laughs> no, pretend like, you I, didn't, I, pretend like you didn't enjoy it. I, I didn't. I mean, I told you I was Liar. dragged there. You enjoy it. That's the type of shit you love. Stop, oh, stop. Is, no, I don't like my, my mom prayed for me. That's you, you. You love those plays so much. You you probably actually worked on a few. Why don't you like those plays, but those are uh those he's anti black he's an anti black racist. Right. Those are cultural <laughs> uh touchstones and, and, and things. Um, that are highlighted in those plays. I went through a period where I didn't like them, but now I don't mind a good chicken circus. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I remember I went to oh gosh, it was some some other play that was that was probably more awful than than that first one with Kiki White and never I, and I can't exactly remember um, the I mean the plot was like, inconsistent and all over the place. Acting was paltry at best. So I mean, it was. Well, you go for the overseeing. Yeah, I mean, you know. Did they oversing it well? Oh yeah, I mean they did that, but you know, me and my uh, date were laughing the entire time. Well, then you had a good time. Sound like. Yeah, I mean. For that, but it was it was just uh, oh my goodness. I mean, it was just typical. Um, I mean, speaking of, of plots and, and stuff you guys both don't like, Power came back on. So I actually oh, watched the first, the first little the first, <laughs> the first little episode. And aren't they speaking of spinoffs? Aren't they doing a spinoff uh, with Mary J. Blige? I keep saying. Yeah, that's that what it is. It is. It is. That that's what I'm talking about. Like they basically. Well, listen to how excited he got. Yeah, Mario he Hard did get out excited. of the story, and um, and the and Joseph was core that played uh, Tommy Egan. So they're both not in the story now. Now the main stories are surrounding the um, uh, what is the son, Tariq in the show. I feel like so, when I look at uh, Power and this new is Power Up or something, right? Well, it's, it's, like, it's ghost or whatever. I mean, that was oh, a, power that ghost, was Mar- right? Nah. That was a Mario Harwood's street street name. Oh, is, that's uh, Gatorade. Ghost. But um, when I look at that, I see remember that show we were all watching in the nineties. Uh, what New York Undercover? Yes, that's what I see. <laughs> that is what I see. No, it's, it's, it's and, way more graphic than. New York Undercover. And, and, when, and when I was a child, New York Undercover was a great show, right? Like, oh, Malik Yoba and Puerto Rican, like, it's all good. But um, I, now when I see Power, I'm like, I don't think I can watch that mess. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Always the surprise plot twist. And, and Which all. one? Is that the one that... Um, characters and stuff like that. 
is that the one um, 50 Cent was in? Yeah, it's 50 Cent's show. It's his. Did he, his did he actually act in it or is he just did. producing it? Okay, yeah, that's why I can't watch it. He played one of the characters. I mean, he looks like a gorilla, and I refuse to look at him. His uh, oh come on, his character, his character is deceased, so you don't have to see him. Okay, but still, I will not, I will not enrich that man. He won't get a dime out of me. Oh shoot, he's all right. You know what? He probably is. He probably is. I just never liked his music. Like I really detest his music. All of it. Why, why would you detest his music? Uh, it's just something about it. I just don't enjoy is it. it. I cannot get into it. Overly misogynist. O- o- overly masculine. Probably partially. Hyper hyper masculine. Partly because he reminds me of a gorilla. Partly, you know, because I don't like why? the sound of his voice. Because G because G unit. That's the gorilla unit. Because <laughs> it's not she's not as sexy as you Michael know, De Lorenzo he, from he had, *Music Undercover*. He has that, uh, <laughs> correct, 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 correct. Um, no, you know what? 50 Cent has like the planes of his face. He's got that squared off forehead, right? It's squared ver- both vertically and horizontally. And then like, um, he's got like the, the slightly kind of gorilla nostrils. And it's just, and then when his skin color just comes together, like gorilla to me. I'll say this. Like Empire wishes, wishes, wishes it was power. power hmm, now that show. that's interesting because I it's hear nothing better. but it's, great it's things a, about it's Empire. A, it's, a, it's a way better show. But, Empire. I mean, Empire oh, always okay. going to end up in some some you know people singing or whatever. In in at the most at the weirdest times in the episode, and it's you know. And oh, so but the, well, but does it's that make with, um, so? Is, acting too. It's annoying. What's his so name? is Empire a, a musical, Tower. basically, or an opera? It, it more or less is. I mean, because okay. well, then you can't really periodically, no, but they periodically have performances. But it's the same thing, like as far as the power play, the power dynamic between the the personalities of the people on the show. I find that hard to believe because Terrence Howard and um, well, Terrence Howard, he's, he's and Tar- Taraji are so, such great actors. Yeah, so I mean they are. I they disagree. Are, they are, so they are great actors. I'm saying the writing is, is better, not... man. The writing is what? better. On, on Empire on power. No, oh, yeah. I, I, I find that. disagree. It, it I find is. that hard I watched to this episode and I couldn't watch it. I've been able to watch multiple episodes of Empire. It's, the writing's not that bad, but it's for. It's for network television, whereas Empire Power is for stars. So, cable. Yeah. Uh, so the writing can't be better because number one, those network writers get paid better and they're more professional because they've worked on better things. So no way in the world I believe you saying I don't know Empire yeah. or Power. I'm just saying, but yeah, but, how, but how? Yeah, but I mean, as far as like having a surprise. Uh, if you say so. plot twists and stuff like that, always at the last second when you when you're not the, expecting it. They have a they have a great knack of that. I feel like for, for I feel pat- like the premise of power yeah. is so cliche. But yeah, and, well, I mean, and okay, you have a drug, you have a drug dealer who's, over- who's turning who's turning legit, mm-hmm. who's trying to, and there's always something that's pulling him back, kept, and then he then he starts. My issue is that my issue is that the, my uh, issue my uh, issue is that you BA. kept star. My issue is that you kept fucking stars. You kept paying premium yeah. cable prices for that fucking show. 
when yeah, I like the show. When when I pay for, I pay for what I like. When when, when an I... amazing show, the best show of the year was on last year, and you refused to watch it because you wanted to watch it, and uh... even until the show was over, you still wouldn't switch over to. Watchmen. And, and I, the and Watchmen I, was such a great watched, show. And I watched it. Not until and I and I enjoyed not it. Until, what difference not until much no. So if you watch Power two years from now and, and, and you think it's good, I'm not gonna shame you. I will never that long to watch it. You won't you won't hear me say watch, that. watch like watch like three episodes of that shit. I've watched three episodes of Power and they were all horrible. My little cousin, who was an intern, uh, lived with me and mm-hmm. he tried to get me into power. Didn't like it. It was horrible. Yeah, 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 he likes it too. Uh, that doesn't mean it's good. Shit was awful. He was a college student, and shit was awful. No, he yeah, wasn't a college student. What are you talking about? That's not. That's not the. That's not the story. I, I said my cousin. Your cousin was a college about? student. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about someone on the show was a college student. Okay. I will say this in the in Powers defense. Um, I was intrigued. Like when I first saw it with uh, what's his name, um, Omari Hardwick and Fifty Cent. I was like hard pass but when i saw the uh, promos for yeah, this upcoming one with mary j blige and method man i was like well, here, wait here's the thing oh, um that oh. you know those are though I, I i respect those casts um uh, that casting but i still don't like the premise so I'll oh method man's a, method man's of course an attorney in this one of course an attorney well, I didn't say of course an attorney, but it's kind of you know a little far fetched. But he's but he is an attorney on this one. But it's it's uh, he, he's doing a you know he's doing a good job. They give you know some people who don't have many roles, you know some roles. I've even I've even seen um, what's his name, Cedric the Entertainer was even in one episode. But yeah. <clears throat> okay, not okay. not being being funny, but being also a cold cold blooded mm. killer, you know. I'll tell you where Cedric was good, um, was in, and I don't I, I imagine this has been canceled, but in uh, Tracy Morgan's last show, The Last OG, that was actually a good oh, show. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I like that show. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I question your, your season artistic one. taste, uh, but I just put it like that. But if you enjoy it, like you said, you pay for what you like, so knock yourself out. But I'm gonna be honest with you, power is not. I mean, what a, the premise is not. It's not a far turn, cry. Trying to turn his, his shit legit, which is right. Right. No, I get that. But and I get that. What I'm saying. Son of education wants to go to the streets. What I'm saying. Go, what I'm saying know. is, it's not a far cry from a Chitlin Circuit play. In the end, <laughs> for you to for you to turn your nose up at the Chitlin Circuit it's play not, just because. Just it because it involves the Bible when, you know, you <laughs> worship and adore uh, power, this nonsense, this crap, you know, it's kind of... I don't worship and adore it. It's entertaining. You worship and adore it. It's entertaining. You it's know? not entertaining. It's crap. Anyway. Um, gosh, oh, you know, this last episode, see this, I thought about you. And, you, and some, uh, of your, uh, some of your, your roommates in college and some of the stuff. <laughs> That uh, the main little little character in this one roommate is a basketball player. Okay. So you know he walked 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 in almost <laughs> some activities, but anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. But um, all right. Oh, I see. Lorenz Tate is in this uh, 
was in the cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lorraine Say and his brother was playing in Lorraine Now State's that that show he was in in the nineties that also was canceled like after a season and a half. That was good TV. And I can't remember the name of it, but how did you all remember New York Undercover just like that? I don't know. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, we're, let's talk about a certain age that you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I'm impressed. You guys knew what show I was talking about. I could have been talking about anything. Could have been talking about anything. Anyway, um, so let's talk music because I'm excited. Uh oh. The next uh, verses has then, uh, been announced. Some, some of your uh, musical tastes are a little bit. Listen, don't you ever question my musical tastes. The Almost, uh, if you ever rode in the car with Karen, you would be delighted. You, and, <laughs> you would be ready to jump out the car. Line. Your day would be made at <laughs> my playlist because my playlists oh, my are Lord. impeccable. Impeccable. Um, <laughs> so. So I'm excited. the The latest verses was announced. And you'd be, have you? You'd be, I don't, you'd be two shades lighter after you got the car. And happier for it. I'll change your life <laughs> with my with my playlist. I will. Um, so the latest verses has been announced. Uh, I don't know if we have any actual verses fans on this podcast besides me, but uh, we are going to be treated and enthralled to the musical stylings of. One Miss Gladys Knight oh, okay. versus one Miss Patty LaBelle. And <laughs> I'm excited about I'm excited about this best. Like um <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of uh the baby face. You're more excited um, about the music or the mishaps that could happen with the technology. <laughs> about the music. Although the mishaps <laughs> with the technology was that was delightful. Uh, I, that's the only one I tried to tune into was the uh, Babyface versus uh, Teddy Riley, and that that uh, technology debacle when they first tried to meet was epic. It was fantastic. So looking forward to this. Um, to me, this is a what, kind what of is a supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't checked yet, but it's probably a foregone conclusion as far as I'm concerned about who this. Uh, who gets the, the, who has the edge, but. Who has the edge? Hey, In your opinion. Hey, LaBelle. Yeah, I know, that's what, I was hoping you were gonna say hey, uh, LaBelle. Now, you know, you know the thing is, the thing is like, um, Gladys Knight is, is peerless, right? But um, her, her style is different, right? Okay, Sunday, uh, September 13 at, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. So this Sunday. Um, but their stylings are different, obviously. Um, I think Patty has more range. Um, and she's just more of a show, showman, showwoman. But if you are familiar with Gladys's deep cuts, like Gladys is the truth. But in terms of just performance, showmanship, showwomanship, uh, you got to give the edge to Patty, but I'm excited about this one. Well, that it sounds exciting. Yeah, no, this this one will be good. The only thing I didn't like about Versus have Have you all watched any of them yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched um, a little bit of the 
the babyface, you know, versus uh, Teddy Riley. Who else? Uh, RZA against okay. um, who's against Premier. So I watched, you know, a little bit of those, but that's about it. Okay. Um, nothing for you, Cephas. You above it. No, I've caught a lot of them, but I uh, I watched the DMX one recently while we were on we were <laughs> recording, and I watched that one, the DMX with the uh, versus um, Snoop was Snoop or somebody Snoop. Yeah, it was good. I'm watching right. plenty of them, especially okay. in the rewind. I I'm not a not a fan. I watched all, the Randy Monica. You did uh, you okay? Monica one. Did she? Hundred percent. Bullshit. Did she? Monica. Monica whipped Brandy's. No. Monica won. Wow. I find that hard to believe. Okay. Uh, Go back and rewatch it. Yeah, Monica might won. have to do it. Might have to do it. Um, but I'll say I'll just say I'm surprised because I was a bigger, much bigger Brandy fan than I was a Monica fan. Although you know, one of them, day, one of them days is still on my my playlist to this day. Um, but Brandy would Brandy would stop and start doing some little silly poems. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Monica certainly. <laughs> Why? If you go back and watch it, okay, Monica, hundred percent more. And then Brandy, what she had on, ugh. They yeah. they started. I I, I just saw. <laughs> if you look at you know, we know we make fun of what uh, Monica's little Anders. church shoes, her church kitten pump heels that she rocks. Like she's taking a shit on the curb. <laughs> um, but uh, Brandy had on the most awful suit, whoever made them. But I saw today there was some social media thing that I, I watched where uh, Forever 21 or one of those online, one of those uh, retailers has a knockoff version of the shoe that she has for $25. The little oh, white wow. pump, like the little. Uh, quilted little pump that she was wearing, but it's a so like ah. So wait, wait, Brandy is dressed like a scarecrow in some jeans. Not, oh yeah, is she that? did like some little quilted patch work shit. Yeah, and then the some best. of these little shitty shoes. Okay, okay. I can see that, part uh, of the outfit. Yeah, Forever Twenty One decided oh. to let's make a knockoff version of them for $25. That jacket, is, that jacket is dope. What's she talking about? Okay. Like, you didn't watch it. Uh, I'm just looking at a still of it. If this is it's what she not. wore, this is dope. It's no, dope. it is not. All right. All right. All right. But, um, <laughs> so, um, I've only watched one, which was the Babyface versus Teddy Riley. That was great. The only thing Baby I didn't like about one. it, by a yeah, landslide. By a guitar, that, that was pretty landslide. Yeah, exactly. I, um, I a, I'm gonna put a pin in something right there. Okay, but I I just wanted to say that um, what I did the reason I never went back and watched any of the subsequent ones is because I don't like that they cut the damn song off. Like just when you like, you know, you know the words to every single last one of those songs, you start singing along with it, get into it, and then they're like, you know, they pull it off the off. To pull the track off the uh, player, the turntables. Well, think and, it has uh, to be. They're doing it for a few reasons. Right. Well, one right. is that time. Two is that even though it's still their song, those outlets like Instagram yeah. aren't allowing 
they 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 squash any uh copyright infringement even if it's their own song they oh wow okay i didn't realize that that sucks but uh so 30 yeah. seconds right so that was really like frustrating for me as a listener because i haven't heard those songs in decades and you know just when you're like oh yeah oh yeah i forgot about so and so such and such then it's gone so then i had to like after the baby face battle i spent like the next three or four hours hunting down all those tracks on youtube to play them again and it was, it was labor intensive Anyway, so the pit I wanted to put in is that baby, speaking of baby face, there was some sort, there was some expose. There's been plenty of them recently. There was one about Odell Beckham today that we don't have to get into. But one, us very what similarly. I heard, what I heard some of the Odell Beckham. Right, well, let me finish this one. They were talking about L.A. Reid, Cincinnatian, and how he was this HBO series that's on HBO Max that I think it started as the expose against uh, 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 Def Jam. Um, Reverend Run, uh, what's Runs, what's Run, uh, who am I talking about? Def Jam, who's yeah, founder Def of Def Jam. Jam? Who's the founder? Uh, Rick, uh, Rick Russell. Rubin, Russell Simmons. Russell, Russell, Russell Simmons. So it's, it was an expose about Russell Simmons, but in this expose, the most recent one, they were talking about uh, L.A. Reid. And I'm like, well, LA, I always thought L.A. Reid was just like a good stand-up guy, you know, minus his wife. I thought his wife was a piece of based on that movie about his wife. But turns out L.A. Reid also, allegedly, was a piece of shit. And how one of these A&R assistants who ran out of, who left Def Jam for uh LaFace or whatever the company was called at the time mm -hmm. because she said uh, the story was told as uh, she left because uh, Russell Simmons was going to rape her allegedly so she oh, wow. left and went there and they told her she was then uh, she tried to get L.A. Reid to sign uh, John Legend and Kanye West um, but L.A. Reid was trying to get her to come to his house to listen to a record as a guise to fuck her. And she refused, but he, she was also trying to get him to sign those two artists. And she turned into the, the devil, according to him, and wouldn't sign her. I'm like, wow, this is not really, it hurt my feelings because I thought Ellie Reed was a good guy. But then it also kind of made sense to me, like, oh, that's why Babyface and Ellie Reed split up. Because I still can't tell me anything negative about Babyface. And maybe he's Baby's like, uh, he's, he's a piece a of shit. And I can't deal with him. So. <laughs> but I thought Ellie Reed was a good guy. But I guess maybe he's not, according to these allegations from that television show on HBO Max. It didn't. He Music. just recently passed away, right? Yeah, he did. Reed, no. Not L.A. Reid. Who am I thinking of? I always get him and Andre Harrell. Yeah, I, I get them. Okay, I get them mixed yeah. up. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're not the only one. I think I think Andre Harrell was a good guy too. I don't think there's anything negative about Andre Harrell. L.A. Reid was the one married to Pebbles, wasn't he? 
Yeah. And Pebbles mm-hmm. was Pebbles had those dirty contracts with TLC and what's the other group that she had the dirty contract with? So we think of her being a shyster. <laughs> I don't know if that's a slur. Her being a a uh, dirty business person because of TLC and the other groups that she managed. But, you know, you think this is probably a reflection of her dealings with L.A. Reid mm-hmm. and the reason why. So, anyway, Outcast is still a great group, and I don't think they'll say anything bad about L.A. Reid. <laughs> I, um, scrolling through the topic of this versus on Twitter and Negroes are already showing out. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, I see we don't have any Patty fans in the room because nobody is excited about this like I am and nobody called out their favorite Patty joints so we can move on. Um, I'm disappointed in both of you, but that's fine. We know who the real lover of black culture and black music on this podcast is. I think we're bigger Patty fans than you. Okay. 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 Yeah. No. 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 No need to flaunt it when you when you actually are a fan. You you know. Y'all came in one Patty Labelle song right now. Shit. You can't do it. Look at that. Look at that. Come on. If only you knew. Come on. Nobody's got that. What do we need to name a Patty LaBelle song? Yeah, name Patty LaBelle song you like. All of them. Love and need and want you. Like, come on, nothing. Nothing. Y'all ain't got nothing. You can't say Patty LaBelle to me without me wanting to get up and, and sing. Anyway. Um, on, on my own? Right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's the only that's, one I can think of. That's that's a jam. Right now, but that's a jam. But I don't come on, know Lady Marmalade? Late, I Lady Marmalade. I thought about that too, but yeah. Even though that's not actually one that I I like, it's a good it's a good track. But like people get all crazy up in arms about it. It ain't it ain't that great to me. She has she has better music. Um. Anyway, um, love me love me some Patty. I do love me some Patty Labelle. All right. So with the time we have left, um, I have to ask a question because I do need some education on Black culture. Uh, what is this Cactus Jack McDonald's crossover thing with Travis Scott? I was completely lost trying to figure that out. I have no... So, I'm black enough either. Right. Apparently Travis Scott has a um, mashup, a crossover uh, thing in the works with McDonald's and is getting his own meal. And he's the first celebrity since Michael Jordan did it in the early 90s to get to put a meal named after himself on the menu and it's the cactus jack meal or something like that Cactus Jack. Just, yeah and i'm right i'm just i don't know what that means and i spent a, a few minutes more than a few minutes trying to figure out what is going on here but yes the the cactus jack travis scott meal drops september 9th or i'm sorry september 8th and it is a quarter pounder with bacon uh, and um, fries with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. And I'm just, you know, the internet, the kids were like all over it. I'm just like, I don't get it. What does it mean? And I feel like I should be excited about it and I want to know what it's about, but it just, 
what is to get excited about? This is just a I'm marketing too, ploy from McDonald's. It's some millennial decided, oh, I work at McDonald's. Let's right, get but, him in here and see what he eats and make it a thing. We can turn the, him viral if we can. Watch this. All the, uh, of all the millennials to, to partner with, like, I only know Travis Scott from one verse he does on a um, um, Miguel song. That's a great song. Um, what is it? I didn't um, know you could get a quarter pounder with bacon. You can't. I think yeah. that's his. I think that's the special thing about it is that yeah, you, you got you the. Them, they, they did that I mean, a long time ago. They I start, mean, you can you, you can, can put bacon it. on anything, but they don't sell it like that. There's no like quarter pounder with bacon. It's a quarter it's pounder a with cheese menu. or not. That's a secret menu. That's like the, the yeah animal style in and out. Right. And so let me hit Cactus Jack style. <laughs> so I only know him from one little verse on one song on uh, Skywalker, which is a dope song, by the way. Also another black song that y'all don't know nothing about that I know. Um, but I'm just like Travis Scott is not that big a star, so I was thoroughly confused about that. But that's been all over the interwebs today. So if y'all figure that out, explain that to me. <laughs> And I just couldn't get it. I was like, I don't, I don't understand. So the, so the barbecue sauce just instead of ketchup for the fries. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. quarter pounder. Just... All right. So uh, Rick Ross has a new business venture, and uh, I'm not sure what to make of this. He's uh, designed, or he's partnering with someone who's designed a mask for smokers, and uh, in the. Uh, the video demo of it, they show this middle-aged, overweight woman who looks like she has no business health-wise smoking, but there's a, yes, uh, there's a cover, there's a flap that she removes, she's got the mask on, there's a flap that she pulls back, attached by Velcro, and then there's a little tiny hole surrounded by a grommet right in the middle for her to put the cigarello in. <laughs> and, and there's the, there's the mask for smokers um and you know my, there's a bunch of smokers in my family so i imagine that that is kind of a thing that they a problem they might be looking to solve but i don't know if i would trust anything rick ross says puts in front of me you know when you know when people talk about especially in in the past couple of years when they all automatically call someone an agent. I think mm -hmm. it, it was in reference to an agent of Russian propaganda. But oh, he's an agent, like Sean King. They always say Sean King's agent. I think Rick Ross is a fucking agent. <laughs> Rick Ross and fuck what he's doing. Number one, everything he promotes is to the detriment of the black populace. Yes, his music yeah. is not bad. His music is not bad and it's popular. And youthful listeners want to emulate what he's doing. Him promoting, we don't need, we need a mask that we can open up. Number one, you're going to, you're still going like, to, you put a little breathe hole in a mask. Yeah, it's, it's like giving you, a mask. It's like when, and then, you, when you exhale, it looks like you're giving yourself a shotgun. But then it's also, yeah, but then it's also promoting smoking. Uh, he's also obese. Yeah, Some yeah. obesity. And he's promoting smoking. And not this is not smoking reefer. Or, I think it is. 
maybe it could be, but it's smoking cigarettes. There's people smoking cigarettes and black and miles and tobacco that is not it's not promoting anything that's helpful. And even still, even if it did, COVID COVID is a pulmonary and a uh, right? Is it is it is that what it is? It's a pulmonary disease. That's why people are dying from it for the most part, right? It manifests itself as pulmonary, but it it's they, they don't really know it affects all kinds of organs, but yeah. Um, primarily the deaths. My point is that from, right? that motherfucker is an agent. Yes. Fuck Rick Ross and his bullshit invention. And you know I what? guarantee I'm... that motherfucker has oh, yeah, and then he ripped off the real the real inside. the real Rick Ross. He he would never wanna um pay him or give him any credit. And he basically, you know, just uses that guy's uh identity as a um would you say who, who's the real rick ross yeah never, never heard of this one one of the three, three crack. yeah he you know he had was what was he making like two million dollars a day or something he was, crazy. A, he was also agent of the cia who they gave crack to to give to the black community to turn to string people out on yeah, crack cocaine he's out of prison or I guess on some technicality, whatever he was able to, you know, figure out for himself. I think this was the age, it's 2020. Of course, hopefully he's out of jail. He didn't kill anybody. Thank yeah, God he's out of jail. I mean, that, just, I mean, that was like, I've seen him talk before. That was his policy, not not to be violent. Yeah, so I'm thank God things. he's out of jail. He's a, he, well, he was only incarcerated in 96, it says. Well, he was supposed to do like a life sentence, something crazy. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, a, um, a loophole to get out. If he of only shit. went in in '96, then that is, he's, you know, for him to be yeah. out in less than 25 years is pretty impressive. But Karen, he could uh, not read. He could not read before he went yeah. to prison. Yeah, interesting. And okay. I, then they finished high school, could not read. I, um, is, I'm, I'm totally willing to to co-sign Rick Ross as an agent because. I never liked his music. I'm not familiar with much of it, but I just don't like his persona. He just seems like a dick to me. I just get a dick vibe off of him. And so I don't, uh, so I'm willing to, to buy that there's something nefarious about him. He was a correctional officer and mm -hmm. his whole persona is tied to him being a drug king cocaine pin. kingpin <laughs> in South Florida, in Miami with Cigarette boats, beating cocaine to and fro, the Caribbean. But he was a correctional officer. There's nothing illegal about anything that he's done. He just talks about it, and people just go with it. And initially, didn't he? Yeah, this was coming at him hard about that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Officer Ricky. I, his music is not bad, but I just I'm not a I'm not a fan I mean, of the persona. The production. It's mainly the production. Yeah, and shit is well, actually pretty solid, but that's that's not his doing. <laughs> um, okay, well, interesting. Um, in other news, we have very very sad news tonight uh, to share with with everyone. Chris uh, Jenner has announced the last season, keeping up <laughs> with the Kardashians. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Buck? This is sad uh, for a lot of people. Celebrate the times. Come on. It's a lot of people are going to be devastated by this. 20 seasons and 14 years. 
uh, says, to our amazing fans, this is a statement she released tonight, it's with heavy hearts that we've made the difficult decision as a family to say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. After what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and numerous spinoff shows, we are beyond grateful to all of you who've watched for all these years. So, uh, thank God this nightmare, our national nightmare, is over. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I did watch, watch it in the first few years. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed it. But <laughs> as time has gone on, I'm like, that show is still on. Oh you just enjoyed all the shopping. I enjoyed all the glamour. It, they're, they're pretty freaking glamorous. And that was fun. You know, that, that, that was all right. Like, I, I have a lot of respect for Kim Kardashian and Kris Kardashian. Not so much uh, the oldest, Courtney. And I'm kind of 50-50 on Chloe. But Kim and Chris and the Jenner girls, like, man, respect. Uh, so I enjoyed watching it. And yeah, hell yeah. If I could be like them or be one of their black best friends, I'd, I'd take, oh, my take Lord. that job. What, I'd take that job? I'd huh. even got with Rob if I, if I had been able to make that work out. So somehow that, I don't think that's an exaggeration. It's not. I'm telling it's you. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I'm no. telling you, dead ass. <laughs> if I could have made that work, um, I mean, they live really nice lives. Like, okay, so you all have. have um, it doesn't. It doesn't appear that you all have ever watched, but they're out in California, living the California lifestyle. You know, the show is following them around while they buy real estate and go on boating trips and get. Um, you know, cosmetic, uh, go to uh, med spas, cosmetic med spas, and, you know, dine at really nice cafes and charter planes to the mountains for vacations, for family vacations. Like, it's a nice life. Like, fuck yeah, sign me up. So I enjoyed it for a little while, but then I kind of grew out of it. So now it's all coming to an end. I got tired of watching Courtney let that white boy dog her out, which is oh, ironic. Man, not a white, not a white yeah, boy. right, which is ironic. But, oh, <laughs> but that got so old. Wish you, was, you wish it could have been you. <laughs> getting dogged out. Getting no, out no, no. Boy. Scott was awful to her, absolutely awful. She kept going back to him, and they kept making babies, and it was terrible. Couldn't understand it. Um, well, what but, did he do? Was he cheating on her? What, what, yeah, I don't, I yeah never... all the time. Like, all the time. Constantly. Mm. Constantly. She would constantly oh. bust his ass. And then, you know, he would pitch a fit and make her the bad guy. And then she'd be like, well, I'm sorry. And she'd take him back. It was terrible. Like, it was just completely psych ops uh, that he conducted on her. And she fell for that shit every single time. Is he still on the show? Uh... He is still her baby daddy. I think they, I don't, you know, the last time I saw, which again, this was years and years ago since I've watched, they had basically tried to patch it up and I think, yeah. Like they're, they're back. They're back. Lovely. Okay. So, the only so one she's the lone one. She's the lone one to never deal with a yeah, brother. Yes. Yes, she is. And every last, all the rest of the women in that family have, uh, except for the model, um, Kendall. Kendall doesn't 
get down with black men, I don't think. Oh, so Kylie does. Kylie definitely does. Kylie has a baby with some ball or some rapper. She's got a baby with a rapper. Isn't that with Travis Scott? I think so. Something like that. All those little rappers are the same. Tyga. She was with Tyga. Oh, Tyga. Yeah, and, and then Travis Scott. And then, like, they're all kind of the same. Mm. Like, Tyler, the creator, <laughs> they just kind of all like a one amalgam of a black. My nephew stayed with me last year and mm. he was, he, he rocked that, uh, he bumped that Tyler, that last Tyler, the creator album that had come out last year all summer. And it's a great album, but yeah, it's totally Flower Boy. Like, yeah, it's totally like, oh, this is not your typical like black macho. I gotta be tough and hate women. And she's a bitch and she went down on me. And gave me head. That's how y'all. That's how y'all sound to me. But but in the record, he talked about his a white guy giving me head. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like oh, okay. the title of the creative out al- creator album was like totally on another level, very Tumblr, very hipstery, very, you know, progressive. And I was like, oh, okay, this is all right. So that's, and, so that's uh, progressive, so, yeah. right? Okay. Yes, it is progressive. Fuck. It is. <laughs> Once you step outside your comfort zone, get with the times. <laughs> get with the times. <laughs> is, that, is that a confession? Or? I'm just saying. You could step up. Uh, I stepped outside like my comfort zone. Sounds like you're, you're projecting. I stepped outside my comfort zone, dated somebody outside my race, outside my class, outside my education uh, uh, sphere. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I did the whole thing. Like, the whole kid and caboodle. You got different hobbies. Nothing. No overlap. So, same, I, I did it. Same music? Some of the same music. Okay, admittedly, some of the same music. But, no, even... Even our music tastes are like way different. Anyway, um, I don't know if the uh, Courtney and Scott or Scott Disick are still together or not, but the show is over and that's sad. Coincidentally, Chloe's kids are the least cute of all the Kardashian babies. Oh my Lord. The, the ones without melanin, yeah, the melanin, the melanated, because they're the only ones that aren't biracial. Maybe <laughs> 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 we get you to say that at some point. <laughs> so that um, that was interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that show had gone on so long, but. It's actually that's, more entertaining than you might think. That's, that sounds like a little too long. And even Kris Jenner finally got her a black boyfriend after uh, Caitlyn oh, left. Lord. <laughs> she did. But you know what? Every uh, but y'all y'all treat every y'all man they're around end up, you know. Y'all, kinda... y'all treat y'all treat them so good. So why not? Like she looked around and was like, okay. Oh whatever. Kanye caters to Kim. This one caters to the other one. Seems like y'all y'all treat treat them uh, mother dudes so good. You can't give no examples of that. I can give a hundred examples of the other way. Around. Shoot you. Shoot every every brother you dated had had your finger in his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. 
Anyway, <laughs> what's next? What's next? We got football in a couple days. Ooh. Could not big, wait. A big deal. Now, I admit I was rooting for football to fail. I was. I was rooting for COVID to take it out. I just, because I'm a hater, I just wanted that. I will cop to that. So, so why, did, why did you want that? See, see the Because I'm a hater. The, see the men in, in misery? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What was COVID had taken away Amazon and all your outlets for shopping? Yikes. Yikes. That would have been really sad. <laughs> but maybe an opportunity for growth. See, I look at everything as an opportunity for growth. So might have been all right. But um, I did want football to fail. However, I wanted it to fail up until about an hour ago when I saw the Thursday night football season opener ad with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson in it. And then I was like, oh, well, this game I actually want to see. So, so well, yay, that, football's that's gonna, back. That's going to be, yeah, that should be a great game. Man, it's um, going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a shootout. But you never know with the effects of uh, having no preseason. Yeah. Have on football <laughs> and, and no, and actually not even scrimmaging any other teams, just practicing against each other. It's, that's going to be, I expect football to be kind of sloppy like the first four to five weeks. These are pros. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's very, it's a, I mean, you got to think about it. You got 11 people on each side and everyone has to be kind of working together to make, make it work. So to make the play happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's what's, you know, without them having time to really practice together like they need to and then also practice against other teams, it's going to, you know, I expect it to look, you know, see flashes of good football, but, you know, a lot of false starts, a lot of penalties and stuff like that. So, what do you think, Cephas? Oh, well, you know, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to ask, so is this the only game being played? Like, is they um... – I think so. I think opening night, I think this is the only game. Okay, so what's the, the season schedule going to look like? They haven't – it's the same. They, they haven't changed it. Um, now, 16, Sunday night – 16 weeks? Yeah. Okay. Um, did they add that 17th game they were talking about? But they added one more, um, one more team each conference that will make the playoffs. They put one more wild card. So, you know, somebody's going to be in there with a losing record, unfortunately. Um, more than likely, there'll be some year somebody would either have a 500 record or be, you know, seven and nine. But uh, they actually make the playoffs. But, oh, Cephas, speaking of, because we were both of us were watching, you know, Hard Knocks, and uh, they're debuting that Los Angeles Stadium on Sunday night. Who's playing? Rams, Cowboys. Yeah. Have you seen that, um, Karen? The new stadium um, in LA? So far? Mm-mm. So far. It out, man. It has this. Um, it wouldn't give me a loan. This, 
this wraparound, <laughs> this this wraparound jumbotron on the roof, which is, you know, pretty interesting. I mean, you, I know oh, you're into at, design. Yeah, I'm looking at it. This is so interesting. What, what what makes it unique to you? Because you you're, you know, very into architecture and design. Which one of us? Cephas. I was saying, because oh. he's into architecture and design. I mean, you may, I'm not saying you're not, Karen, but. Well, I feel offended because you didn't name me <laughs> specifically. <laughs> and I am absolutely into architecture and design. <laughs> but you <laughs> hadn't had a chance to really look at it. I know Cephas, we mean. Yeah, but, but I'm an architecture connoisseur. I took a class in college on Western civilization and architecture. Okay. Yeah, well, I was a history of art and architecture minor. <laughs> okay, well, still, you don't live in the greatest architectural city on the planet like I do. What would that shit? Frank Lloyd Resite. Yes, and Mies van der Rohe. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And the right. Craftsman Movement. Okay. Right. Anyway, um, so uh, go ahead, Cephas. No, I. I the, I did, so how much did the stadium cost? Three million dollars? Three billion? Five, three five billion. billion. Five billion. Five billion. Five billion? That's what I'm reading. Yeah. Shit. But that's for the entire complex. It's not just for the stadium. When they they actually own. Who, so what, what, else, what else? What else? What else? Um, that you talking about? Um, Con, um, what's his name? Cronky is the owner yeah. of the Rams, and then you had. But, it, but it's more than just the stadium. The it's like it, it, it's that rail line that goes from. Does it go from downtown LA now all the way to Englewood? Is that part of? So. Is that included in the cost? I'm and not then, sure if that's included. But it probably and is. then there's like a outdoor, a retail space, like an outdoor mall. So it's more than just the stadium itself. I think it's three, and the other, the other two is for the other stuff. Louis I, Sullivan too. Sorry, go ahead. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm um. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's worth it. I when I I was amazed when I saw the inside from just the video footage that we saw when they did a walk around and a quick tour on that show. But yeah, it, yeah, it's nice and it uh, it doesn't look like there's a bad seat in the place. And yeah, it looks good. And two teams, you could spread the cost between two different teams. Yeah, mm -hmm. financially, it seems like you'd be able for. So you think the Cowboys, the Cowboys Stadium was a billion dollars, and that was a landmark number for the stadium that was two billion. How much was Paul? I think Paul Brown Stadium was like a billion, wasn't it? Or well, five hundred million? It wasn't a billion. It was not a billion. I know but that was twenty years ago. So in today dollars, maybe it would be a billion in today dollars because it was twenty years ago. But I'm not positive. But uh, oh, yeah, Lincoln Financial Field was was five hundred million. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I'm uh, looks good. I, that oh. Oculus piece of it, that is pretty freaking cool. Um, as somebody who loves tech, like I'm in, I'm into it. Oh, for the, the jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Call it by its rightful name, fuck the Oculus, an oh, ocular. Uh, Double-sided 4K HDR video board that is suspended from the roof above the field. The structure weighs approximately 2.2 million pounds or a thousand tons and displays over 80 million pixels. 
It also houses the stadium's 260-speaker audio system as well as 5G or 56 5G wireless antennas. Yeah, like that's what's up. That's wow. So you won't ever have those issues with when you're in the in a stadium like that and it's like you get no or you get whack service. Right. Uh, Not just that, are... but you know that that enables all kinds of um, you know cross-platform heroics. You know everybody can stream. Everybody can um, you know immediately post. Everybody can. It, it just I haven't seen five G yet. I'm I'm upgrading my phone this fall. Um, so that I can take advantage of 5G uh, as soon as it's available on my carrier, but it's supposed to be amazing, like blow you out of the water. Amazing. So um, for them to have 56 5G antennas is just going to enable all kinds of uh, communication feats that aren't possible now. So what we know is going to happen is the influx in COVID cases. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody <laughs> who attends the stadium, unfortunately, is going to be stricken with COVID-19 because we all know it's caused by 5G antennas, but um, <laughs> but it, that's, that's exciting. Okay. Gosh. Nothing makes me happier than instantaneous so that's, so that, internet that leads, response. That's another game for you to watch on Sunday night. Cowboys... Mm. Cowboys, uh, you know, just I just want to see the new stadium. I'm right, I'll tune in shit. for the stadium and once they show that shit. Right, I can watch the pregame for that and be like, oh yeah, that's nice, and then click. But um, okay, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And see, oh, they, see, they're probably going to start having bowl games and everything at that motherfucker. Of course, fuck damn the Rose Bowl. We're going to go to the Rose Bowl for anything. Rose Bowl over. <laughs> I know I know within next few years or so there will be a Super Bowl out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um it's pretty nice. Yeah, Super Bowl but in Los Angeles hasn't happened in shit, twenty some years. We'll see, because we can't gather. And we don't fans in that nice new stadium. Chiefs are having know. fans. We don't know when they are they. Yeah, would you say seems twenty percent? You said what? Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Yeah, because they the Super Bowl. In 22, 22, 2022, they're doing Super Bowl. Be there in L.A. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that. They, I would imagine they would get folks there while it's brand new. So yeah, that sounds all right. Well, oh, very nice. Oh, yeah, the college football playoff national championship in January 23. Um, and the 2028 Summer Olympics. The 2028 Summer Olympics has already been cast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, L.A. It'll be in L.A. Fuck, I'm still going to that. Who's going to the Olympics with me? Y'all join me out there. Yeah. Come on, the kids will be old enough to enjoy it. It'll be a great time. We'll go sit in SoFi Stadium. Where who wouldn't give me a loan? <laughs> SoFi Stadium? Yeah, that's the stadium. Oh, that's the name of it? Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. That is yeah. the name of it. SoFi. 
Will it still be the name? It's a five year, it's probably a 10 year. Yeah, I'll be there. There you go. I've always wanted to go to the Summer Olympics and I was really excited. You that go to Japan. Coming. Well, I would have, but now we're not, we're persona non grata all around the planet and they got canceled. But I did see uh, recently they they're rolling them back till next year. Yeah, they said they're going to do them um, come hella high water next year. But um, I was super excited because, you know, um, a, a town nearby me made a bid for the 20, um, what was it, the 2016 what games? I forget which games. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin? Yes, when <laughs> Barack Obama was elected, this uh, a, a city in the Midwest was trying to get the games. And was super excited about that because that was going to be in my backyard, but um, didn't happen. They robbed. Man, I think I think they look at the, look at them uh, pizzas. <laughs> they put it in Brazil, and it was a freaking disaster in Brazil. Terrible travesty. Well, well, what was the disaster about it? Because the uh, that it wasn't in the Midwest. That a uh, swimmer got got caught. Lying about his uh, <laughs> about oh, being yeah. robbed. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, didn't he lie and say a black person attacked him? Oh, yeah. God, God they so, so lame with that shit. Anyway, <laughs> it should have been in Chicago with Mayor Davis. Oh, then that that lie would have really stuck then, huh? Yeah, it might have worked out for him. See, he should have lobbied harder. <laughs> <laughs> he should have lobbied harder. Anyway, so twenty twenty eight. Yes, yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty eight. So um, pencil it in. Get your tickets now. You start selling tickets. <laughs> Me? Personally. Yeah. yeah, say I got tickets. <laughs> Just put them put it up there. Put your cash app up, your Venmo. PayPal. They got tickets. I'm gonna make friends with uh, Rashida Jones. And stay at her house. Dope or or uh, what's uh what's her name? Claire uh, Claire Danes. My celebrity best friends. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that's gonna be that I mean, the Super Bowl to. That's a lot. That's man. They're gonna make some money in that in that spot in Inglewood, and, and then they're gonna you know gentrify everybody out of there. So by that time, well, as soon as they well, it takes a while. They put the uh, Georgia Dome in the hood, and that didn't regentrify for at least ten years. So it takes a while. Yeah, get that area. Yes. Mm. But um but yeah, Falcons probably will never win anything since they built that stadium on that church ground. They should. What church ground was it on? Or is it on? Damn, I gotta look it up. I forget what church it is, but it's a very historical black church. And um yeah. Yeah, they built right on top of it. 
Well, it's not as bad as Oscarville, Georgia. No, it's not um, as bad as Oscarville. <laughs> so, although, although I'm going to defend the white supremacists of Forsyth County right now for a minute. Um, <laughs> so I'm reading about, you know, Lakewood. <laughs> that's the most horrible thing I've ever said. Um, so I'm reading about Lake Lanier uh, Sunday because it was trending because they had the Trump boat parade there. And everybody was rooting for the lake to, you know, spirit of Ogun and all that. Um, and so I, I had to educate myself about, you know, what is this town that people are talking about? The lake is, is built on top of a, that was flooded. Well, the blacks were technically run out of the county in 1912. And the lake wasn't built and flooded until 1950. So I don't know if you can actually say that well, the blacks I mean, were, were run still, out of town and then they built the lake over it. So, well, I, I mean, the thing, the thing is, though, there were probably black people lynched all in that area and all that stuff. So, it's, yeah, but they, right, they, yeah, they, they invoked their campaign of racial terror in 1912, 13, you know, 14. The blacks were all gone by and can, 19, and can, 1920. And it was a sundown town. Right, but they were gone by 1920, more, most, mostly, right? They were forced out. So yeah, but that doesn't it mean was decades. It was decades after they were gone, but it was decades after they were gone before um, Lake Lanier And then, and then they didn't raise any, any of the structures. They just flooded shit out. Yeah, well, that's, that's classic Southerners for y'all, stupid as hell. Excuse me, not you personally, but Southerners in general are stupid as hell. And yes, you can quote me on that. And uh, so that's how they build things down there. They, they don't use good practices or logic. <laughs> well, they needed the, you know, the reservoir up there or something, so. Yeah, they needed the reservoir, that was fine. But to build the reservoir and create the lake and then not cut shit down low enough so that the boats don't capsize every time somebody goes out there Swimmers get oh yeah, caught. If you yeah, if you go yeah, you go down, you go down far enough, you get trapped on a um on a tree structure stump. down there. Yeah, or a structure, right? And I they mean, said those those little islands are just the hills. It's right, the exactly. That, that's just what, the hills or whatever. Right. I didn't. I just read that Sunday. I was like, no shit. Well, that is classic. <laughs> that is classic Georgia. When I lived in the city of Atlanta, I found the place to be very poorly conceived, very poorly constructed, terrible infrastructure, poor city planning, and I hate the place. And you can quote me. So Lake Lanier is just of a piece as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I mean, yeah, some people are now, you know, some more black folks are moving to Forsyth County, which surprises me if you know anything about the history of it. Yeah, it's pretty um, tough. No, when I lived there. there, it was like it was it was off limits. Like you weren't <laughs> you weren't trying to reintegrate Forsyth. Period. And I did not live there that long ago. So, but good on good on those intrepid adventurers who want to be the first. Oh, it was the um, the Mount Vernon Baptist Church. Okay, all right. Was built the original location was built over top of they said it moved down the street or something like that but yeah hopefully they got a nice buyout uh 14 million that's pretty bad i mean that's pretty good for a church church donation i would take it. 
that in the, in the well, collection you, well, plate. You, well, you know the pastor, you know, he took it. Right, put that in the collection plate. It's all right. All right, parting shots, gentlemen. Uh, Power is a great show. You all need to tune in. Terrible take. I'll tell you, no. it's a great show. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Catch the last <laughs> season. <laughs> and I'm, my party shot is that 2020. So we know both of those proclamations are bullshit. <laughs> 2020. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Good yeah. talk, y'all. Yeah, good talk. Well, you know, talk to you guys next time on the. Tune in next time when we live broadcast the uh, the Texans Chiefs game. Just kidding. <laughs> Trying to get us uh, our stuff ended before it started. <laughs> I know nothing about the game of football. Period. <laughs>